The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Griffin dribbles to the top of the key, circles the lane, lob inside to Kane, but a flush, the Samba Slam on the feed. Wow, Kane with the six off the bench, driving into the lane, Hardy to Juston, puts it in up in traffic, bank shot, no good, rebound, what for? Alan Griffin's got it. The Illini lead 11-9. Here is Dosumu, left wing, Nichols for three. Yes, Kimber Nichols from the left wing. Kipper coming in at 40% from the arc and a little 5-0 run here by Illinois. That was early on in the ball game. Illinois went up 14-9. They uh, took the lead for good, actually, despite this one being a little bit too much of a nail-biter. A, a, a Samba Kane slam made it 11-9 in the first half. That's the one you just heard. And Illinois never lost the lead again, although it got down to two at the end of the ball game before Io DeSumo made it a three-point ball game with his final free throw, and Illinois goes on to beat the UNLV running Rebs by a final of 77-74. to Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty along with Tim Dittman. Glad to have you along here with us on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Let's go to the phones and Springfield with Ford. Hey, Ford. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Your thoughts on this one? Hey, it's good to see a win. Glad to see the guys get a win. You know, this is the kind of game they got to start learning how to win these types of games. They've lost some games against Iowa State where they had the lead at halftime. They lost the game against uh, Ohio State. You know, they got to learn how to win these types of games, and you know that sometimes that's tough to do. So I'm glad they won. On the positive side, great to see some dunks and some block shots by Samba. Thought the police had a real good game. Uh, what I didn't like to see, I think they need to make a lot better decisions with the basketball sometimes. At the 12-minute mark, they had three unforced, turn- unforced turnovers, and I thought they made some really bad decisions at the end of the game. So i like to see them make better decisions with the basketball. Good thought, Ford, and I, I agree. I think just the margin for error today was a lot wider against a UNLV team that's just really not that strong. Yeah, you know, good points there by Ford. Turnovers and, and not making the extra pass were what really allowed UNLV to come back uh, into that ball game. So that's certainly something to can, uh, clean up. As far as Samba Kane goes, um, fantastic uh, breakout game for him. Just looking at some of his numbers to this point in this season, these are all the games he's played. 15 minutes, two rebounds, one block six points. Today, he almost eclipsed all of that in just one game. 16 minutes, one rebound, two blocks, and eight points, which is obviously uh, a career high. The rebounds... Oh my God! It's the big red machine! Kane is here! Kane is here. The rebounds are obviously something that we've talked about on this show a lot. 
uh, you know, he's kind of got to work on the, the the phrase we've used is the soft hands, which we're saying that is a good thing. It's a good thing to have soft hands uh, because you can kind of grab the ball and kind of finesse your way around down there. But just his his ball handling underneath the basket uh, has to be improved. But other than that, it was a it was a nice surprise to see Kane in there today. Let's go back to the phones. Chris is in Champaign. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Watched every game, been to the Georgetown game. Uh, they haven't haven't called this year. Called uh, several times last year, but uh, just some thoughts. Uh, I don't think it takes uh, I don't think it takes three million dollars to figure out that Kane can run the floor and help us defensively. Uh, I don't understand why it's taken eight games. Uh, meanwhile, you have an injury to Della Rosa, and it took that to get a guy that can't run the floor and uh, quite honestly can't jump. It just uh, Kane was. Kane, if he does nothing else, he can block some shots and have a presence in the post. Uh, nobody has done that this year, and we've missed it. Uh, the other couple of things I want to say is that I really wish we'd stop running the pinch post. It does nothing but pinch you into a problem. Uh, I don't see anybody else in the country running it, and I think it, it, it really eliminates space. I think it, it puts your players all together, and if you watch the really good teams, basketball is space. you got to keep your spacing. And the pinch post, it, it just doesn't do anything for us. Last thing I'm going to say is that I'm really kind of tired of watching uh, Underwood's demeanor on the sideline. Uh, I don't think it represents U of I well at all. Uh, I think if you look at a, a man like Lou Henson, who had class, you don't have to scream to be tough. You don't have to cuss and curse and berate the kids in and, and the national, you know, uh, on the sidelines. So. Anyway, uh, those those are my thoughts. Uh, I'll, I'll stop and listen. I appreciate you guys taking the call. And we appreciate you making the call. And it's three five six nine three nine seven on the PNC Bank fan line. Just so because uh, I'm also seeing this word on on text about Adonis De La Rosa. Uh, a couple of people are starting it. the phone. Chris just mentioned that on the phone call and on the text too. It took an injury to De La Rosa to get some playing time here for Samba. Well, uh, today De La Rosa didn't play and. Brad Underwood was apparently said after this that there's nothing wrong with De La Rosa. It was a matchup decision. So I, I don't know if folks are referring to what they believe to be an injury now or just this re, the residue from this the knee surgery that's coming back. Yeah, I, we can only assume that is that is what folks are talking about because as far as we know, De La Rosa was eligible to play today. He just he just didn't play. Um, as far as Samba Kane, and we appreciate the phone call there. Uh, you know. Remember, too, he was on campus late. He, he came to America late, came to campus late, so uh, he was a little uh, slower than the rest of the guys in getting acclimated into Underwood's system. So that would explain somewhat, keyword somewhat, uh, why he didn't get a lot of playing time until now. I do agree with the caller that down the road I think Samba came. In fact, I've been consistent on this preseason and in the first postgame shows we, we did this season that Sam Kane I think is your future uh, at, at center for the Illini no offense to, to De La Rosa or any of the other guys but I think Samba is the guy you invest in he's got the height he's got those soft hands and I think he just needs to clean up a few things again the rebounding and I think he is the guy but I can understand at least somewhat uh, why he didn't get a ton of playing time and now, until now because Brad Underwood had to catch him up to the rest of the guys and get him acclimated into a system. It's Kane! A big red machine! 
can't get enough advice. I hope we will play a lot of those this season. Um, you know, as far as the other thing goes, I mean, maybe we should rename this show the the Coach's Demeanor Post Game Show because I mean, <laughs> football, basketball, everyone wants to talk about it, and you know, everyone has a different style. I don't even really want to waste my breath on it, to be honest. I mean, coaches have different styles. You know, it all boils down to if you win, no one cares about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, they won today. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Brad Underwood is very different than Lovey Smith, who's very different than Lou Henson. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's more than one way to, to coach, and players respond in different ways to different types of players. Some text to get to, but let's go back to the phones uh, one more time here with, well, as many more times as you'd like, three five six nine three nine seven down to Oklahoma and Ken. Hey, Ken. Hello there, sir. How are you doing? Doing fine. Hey, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but uh, our game down in St. Louis every year was a wonderful game. Uh, what, do, what does Martin have this year? I mean, what kind of players does Lorenzo Martin have? Kwanzo Martin? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, some he's, former Illini he's got some former Illini, which is going to add a lot of storylines. And uh, they've lost a guy, at least one uh, of their major players, whose name escapes me at the moment to injury. Uh, but it's going to be, I think, a really close matchup, and I think it's got the uh, ability to be one of the best atmospheres uh, that we've had in a long, long time down there in Bragging Rights because attendance has kind of fallen off a little bit, but there's a lot of storylines. So I think that's going to be a real close matchup. Well, I do, too, because I love to watch those guys play. I've, I've seen Missouri play on TV, and they're, they're pretty darn good. I mean, that, those guys that came that Illinois wanted to get, one of, I think one of them was from East St. Louis, wasn't he? Or, mm-hmm. That would be Mark Smith. Someplace over there. Uh, so, uh, in fact, isn't there two cousins or somebody playing, or maybe they're, maybe they're brothers? But uh, yeah, the the players. name the names escapes me uh, uh, at the moment. But you're on the right track there, Ken. Yeah. What what do you think of today's game? Uh, I liked it. I, I, did, I you know I was there was some I I liked Kane coming in too. I thought you know I thought he'd give us some height, uh, and I think he's a little bit faster than I, Luis or whatever. One of the tall, the tall guy, the name is. De La Rosa? Uh, yeah, De La Rosa, that's right. Uh, didn't, didn't you think he was a little bit better in there and didn't belong in there more often? Well, offensively, and I mean, he was blocking. They just need him to rebound. But, you know, and, and, and yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I thought he did a, a nice job. You, you got to remember, matchup. This is the kind of game where he can enter and do some positive things and not be overwhelmed. If you'd thrown him into some of these other games, I don't know you'd see all that you saw today. And that's that's Brad Underwood's choice has been to kind of work him in slowly, I think to the frustration of some fans. Uh, but that's the course he's taken. And remember, he is not a longtime basketball player. There's a lot of things that this guy has to develop into. Any other thoughts, well, Ken? I, I tell you, you really take away a, a long, cold day in Oklahoma, and I really appreciate it. So thanks a lot, guys. All right. Hey, appreciate it, too, Ken, down in Oklahoma. Off and running and running here on the Fasteners, et cetera. Post-game show, by the way, Missouri is 6-3, and three, and they do, not, they do not play again until the 18th of December, then that December 22nd bragging rights game. Back with more of your calls, and we got plenty of texts to get to as well. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show. Rebound on the ground, grabbed by Dosumu. Orange Crush letting him know about it. Dosumu to the basket. Under and in for the layup. Ayo Dosumu with a quick move down the lane. 
10 for Iota Sumu in the Illinois victory over UNLV. Three Illini in double digits. Andres Felice leads away with 19. He did the bulk of that in the second half. 12 for Kipper Nichols. 10 for Iota Sumu. Welcome back, everybody. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman with you. 3569397 for the PNC Bank fan line. 3515357 for the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Mitch in Barry likes the Kane WWE references, Tim. That's just for you, Mitch. Hope that the practice between games helps this team become much better. Yeah, Illinois with now four straight Saturday games. Today, next weekend against uh, East Tennessee State. Week after that, Mizzou. Week after that, Florida Atlantic. Sid Tex says, first time I've been able to listen for a while. Going to enjoy this win because a win is a win is a win. That is all. Positive Patrick in Potomac. Pardon me, I said it was Sid. That's Positive Patrick in Potomac. Alliteration. Hopefully we have processors that are eliminating my pop and my pee. Brian in Idaho says that's a bad UNLV team, especially on offense. Couldn't hit water from the boat. Not sure why it took an injury to De La Rosa to get Kane some tick. That's criminal on Brad Underwood's part. Really appreciated Felice stepping up today. Carried us at times. Really disliked Underwood dressing him down toward the end of the game. Not a good look. That's another uh, reference there to the sideline demeanor of Brad Underwood and his interaction with players. So um, we've had a couple of those. And, of course, after football games, we hear about the lack of demeanor from Lovey Smith. It's just some of the varying opinions that are out there. So we get a look at our scoreboard for the first time here this afternoon. Tim Dittman brings us up to date. want to let you know what's going on over at Huff Hall. Illinois leads Wisconsin in the second set, 14-13. to that match is tied 1-1. It is best of five. Winner goes to the final four in women's volleyball. We will keep an eye on that. You can hear the game in full on our sister station, News Talk 1400 DWS. As far as men's college basketball goes today in the Big Ten, a few games in progress. Number 23, Maryland, leads Loyola Chicago 31-22 early on in the second half. Minnesota leads Arkansas State 54-41 also in the second half. And Wisconsin and Marquette just underway. 5-4, Marquette leads the Badgers there. Finals today from the Big Ten. Number 5, Michigan holds off South Carolina at home 89-78. Number 10, Michigan State on the road. They beat Florida in a close one, 63-59. Northwestern beats DePaul 75-68. Penn State over Colgate, the team, not the toothpaste, 76-65. And Indiana by the slimmest of margins over Louisville, 68-67. We also had Fordham beat Rutgers 78-70. And Creighton plays Nebraska coming up at the top of the hour, Scott. Thanks much, Tim. Appreciate it. We'll check our scoreboard again. Let's get to our Peacot Insurance Beyond the Expected Play, brought to you by Peacot Insurance. For Beyond the Expected coverage and service, contact an independent Peacot Insurance agent today. Visit PeacotInsurance.com. couple directions uh, we can go with this one. I, I enjoyed this towards the end of the first half. So let's go to this from, uh, well, first Trent Frazier and then Alan Griffin. Police pointing as he dribbles, throws it left wing to Griffin, back to Police, right side three, Frazier, yes, he got it from the right side. Frazier knocks down his second three of the game. Fast break, Jean, shot blocked by Griffin, as Jean beat everybody down, and Griffin flying from behind, knocks it out of bounds on the block. 
That was Alan Griffin with a block. One of the six the Illini registered today. And actually, Alan Griffin notched three blocks. One more than Saba Kane's two. And Aaron Jordan also blocked a shot as well. Alan Griffin, one of those guys that was kind of slept on in the recruiting process. So he's got a chip on his shoulder. Back with more Fasters Etc. postgame show talking about an Illinois basketball win over UNLV. We haven't been in that spot. We haven't had to protect a lead. And, and uh, you know, I, I, there, there were some really bad things, but there were some really good things. And Georgie making two free throws. Uh, you know, Io's defensive play was, uh, you know, was elite. And, uh, you know, then I thought, uh, uh, you know, Andre kind of, stepped up and really took over and kind of controlled the court uh, a little bit and you got to you know you've got to want you've got to want the ball in those situations when you're getting pressed and not panic and and that's a nice thing with Georgie Georgie's comfortable handling the ball I've got as much confidence in Georgie uh, as I do anybody in terms of being a being a gutsy player and he's that and and uh, yet we've got to uh, you know we got to clean some of that up Some of Brad Underwood's thoughts here after Illinois wins 77-74. to They beat the UNLV running Rebs and moved to 3-7 and seven on the season, a schedule that's been, for sure, very, very tough. Welcome back, everybody. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman with you. Fasters, etc. post-game show, PNC Bank fan line, and we go to South Dakota. And, Tim, I spent some time in South Dakota, loved it. Hello, Tim. Hey, Scott. How are you doing? Doing well. What's your thoughts on this one? Oh, yeah. I guess I'll take the lead on this one. Illinois gets a win, 77-74, against the running Rebels of UNLV. They uh, have the bragging rights game coming up here, and uh, that one should be interesting. Oh, yeah. There's always extra storylines with that one, and this one is, uh, is plenty extra. So appreciate the call, Tim. Your thoughts on the game? My thoughts? Yeah. Well, we've been kind of we've been kind of sharing those as we go along. So, uh we'll keep doing that. We got our keys to the game. How about that? I'll tease you. Stay tuned for our keys to the game. Ryan is up in St. Louis. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Um watching the game tonight, I mean, it was it's I'm glad we got a win, but it's easy to kind of see a, a little bit how we could have choked that one away there towards the end and your lead in when you came back from break was Underwood saying, you know, we hadn't had to hold on to a lead. And we've had plenty of people on the team that know how to win games is the thing. That's one of the main things in his recruiting was saying that we have state champions out of New Jersey and state champions out of Illinois with DeSumo and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of leads me to wonder a few things. I, I know this isn't a football show, but I called in after a football loss. I think it was to Purdue and saying I thought that Lovey should get extended. And he did get that extension whether that's in theory or on paper, we'll see, or whatever like that. But this all comes back to recruiting for me, that I know we're kind of a young team and we're learning the system and all that kind of stuff. But as of right now, I just don't see where Underwood goes two years out and three years out after this year. Because if you look at our Big Ten schedule only, Big Ten schedule only, I see three wins versus Rutger and against both games against Penn State. And Penn State beat Virginia Tech, and they almost beat Indiana at home. You saw Indiana almost beat Louis. Uh, Indiana beat Louisville at home. I just don't see Underwood closing on recruits 
at a level that he's going to need to to run the system that he wants to run. Just watching all of this today and watching us play, I mean, I like with Lovey getting. I mean, the Lovey getting extended aspect. I was kind of getting at is this is a huge recruiting weekend for football. There appears to be a lot of buzz. I wanted him to be able to continue that recruiting momentum or anything like that he might have had for long term because you have to extend for recruiting. I just don't see Underwood closing on anybody. I mean, Archie Miller is closing. Holtman's closing. Bayline closes. Izzo obviously closes. I want to root for Underwood. I want to see the system work. I just, I'm not seeing anything on the recruiting side to lead me to believe that he's going to be able to sustain this. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the time will tell. And what is interesting now is more and more uh, teams are picking up guys in the spring. I mean, obviously we haven't had any announcement, any recruits for 2019 right now, but that's becoming more and more the thing. So. I wouldn't disagree, but I don't necessarily agree yet because I think time will tell on this. I also think Illinois could make some incremental, if not a bigger leap by the end of this month and show themselves to be a little bit better. But I, I agree with your overall thought that Illinois is not going to be in super competitive in the Big Ten this year unless something drastically changes because there's a lot of pretty good to very good teams in the Big Ten right now. I completely agree. And one thing I was thinking about some of your previous um, the previous call a little earlier is talking about Mizzou. I, I think we'll beat Mizzou because Mizzou's winning, but they haven't really beaten anybody. And Mark Smith's playing well, but he played really well for us last year at this time of the mm-hmm. year. And once he, once he starts having to guard people who are more athletic than him, SEC-level people, I think you'll start seeing a, little, a lot of a difference there in the athleticism. You'll start seeing Tillman foul, foul out again and stuff like that. I guess just my main reason for calling is just because with everything, with where we're at and people want to start seeing wins and things like that. I know like when we got Mark Smith, we, we, um, Mark Smith burbled to us like in March or April, you know, with his senior year. I know we get people at the end, but with all I hear from my friends that are watching Illinois games is Underwood's intensity and his Gene Cady, you know, Frank Martin vibe that he kind of has going on. I just don't see how that sells to recruits. I hope that this. I hope that all of that changes. I hope we start winning. I want to believe in his system. I think I like having him better than having John Gross be appear to be more buddy buddy on the sidelines with with kids and stuff. I like more of the Underwood type vibe, but I just hope that starts changing and recruiting starts kicking up. Yep. All right. Hey, thanks, Brian. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Three five six nine three nine seven on the PNC Bank fan line. It all comes down to recruiting. It always comes down to recruiting. Sure. You know, and after a game, win or lose, you you know, if you want to zoom out and look at, well, what's the long-term picture with recruiting? There's so many question marks out there. You know, and it, it just depends on if you want to look at what step-by-step a team is doing or what it could or couldn't be at the end of this year, at the end of next year, in the end of three years. A lot could happen. A lot could happen. But I do agree that Underwood ha- is needs to show more in the right. recruiting front. Well, Ryan is is correct on a couple of points. And, Ryan, keep calling because whether it's football or basketball, you make a lot of uh, good points. We always appreciate uh, hearing from you. Number one, you know, you, you and I have been consistent on this program all throughout the basketball season. You know, 
what the the phrase I used at the very beginning was temper expectations, and that still holds true today. You know, Illinois got the win today. They had a lot of bright spots today, but long view, big picture, this is not going to be a season that Illinois does a whole lot. Sorry, I'm not trying to pick on the guys. That's just the facts compared to the, you know compared to the talent they have at Illinois versus the rest of the Big Ten. That's just the facts. As far as the long view and recruiting goes, yeah, you're right, Scott Underwood. You know, he's he's been here a couple of years now, or at least he's you know midway through his second year. You know, he does need to start to pick it up a little bit and and land some guys. Um, as far as you know, why they would want to come here, you know. I think he's having to make the same points that Lovey Smith is probably making. He's selling the future. He's selling, hey, we can be good in a couple years with you. Um, and as far as you know, whether recruits want to play for a yeller and screamer like Underwood, I can only assume they know what they're getting into when they become a Big Ten athlete. I mean, whether it's Brad Underwood or Tom Izzo or whoever, John Beeline, I mean, you're going to get yelled at to a certain extent. That is part of being a Division One Power Five athlete. Is you're going to get pushed a lot harder than you got pushed in high school or JUCO or AAU, and that breeds maturity. That's just part of growing up. That's part of being an athlete. And you can different people take different things different ways. But to me, if I'm a player and you're criticizing my play and you're getting on me for my play, that's fair game. You insult me. And who I am, that's different. Now, I'm not making any suggestions about what Brad Underwood does or doesn't do. I'm just saying there's different ways of getting it done. But, you know, I think we'd all rather have a pat on the back than uh, a chewing out from our coaches or superiors. But sometimes you need it as well. And when you're a Division One athlete, you're a little bit more used to that stuff. Let's go back to the phones. Three five six nine three nine seven. Here's Jeff and Champagne. Hey, hey Jeff, you're on. I got two points. First point is for Brian and people who think like Brian. <clears throat> you got so many negative comments. Let's hear a good positive comment from you, and then stick. We've been positive today. Fail. He's talking about a, a texter. <laughs> okay, all right. The second one is if you start if you're if you're just out of college. Your brand's making new out of college. You get your very first job. What these people seem to be expecting, these guys that are calling in, is is for you to be perfect on your brand's making new job one week after you start. It's like, come on, people, let the man put the team together and get you know get some get some kids gelled together for a little while before you go expecting you know a, a final four team. I don't know. These guys are just too negative for me. I don't, I, I don't know. I Half time, I don't even listen because the negativity that goes on with these fans. Can't even call them fans, really. But anyway, that's my two cents. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Jeff's negative on the negative. Which makes a positive. There you go. All right, let's get to our keys to the game, which may or not may or may not be positive or negative after Illinois' victory, 77-74. to 74. Keys to the game are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank Invested. Also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. One key for me is the play of Andres Felice in the second half. Steady as she goes. And uh, we have a set point here. Let's stop and listen in to Illinois Volleyball. Third set. Caught a piece of it. So Chris Thomas flashes the green card. As they will review this call, 
Yeah, we caught the tail end of it there. The kill went out of bounds, so now they're reviewing it. All right, we'll get back to our keys. It's 24-22, Illinois over Wisconsin. Dave Lone here on the call for Illinois Volleyball, tied at one set apiece with Wisconsin. To help you get to the game and cheer your team on to victory. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. I think this Dave is gonna Lone be a point, Wisconsin. Yeah. Puff Hall. But it will still be set point for Illinois. Because they are up 24-22. Wisconsin won the second set, 25-15. Yep, Colston. They're going to award this point to Wisconsin. There was no touch ruled after the replay. So here in the third set, it's Illinois 24, Wisconsin 22. I'd like to see Haggerty serve this one in the bottom of the net. Molly Haggerty serves it in the bottom of the net. That's why you're my partner. <laughs> Illinois takes set three, 25-22. The Illini lead the match, two sets to one. We'll head for set four when we come back. All right, pretty cool. Illinois up now two sets to one at Huff Hall. Ticket to Minneapolis on the line. The National Semis are Thursday night. You would uh, They would be there on Thursday night with a win here over Wisconsin. We return now to our keys to the game. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was starting to say that Andres Felice uh, was uh, a key factor in the second game. He ends up with 19 points, uh, got to the free throw line, was 4-4 four four from there, shot well 7 of 11. I appreciated Andres Felice's play tonight. I thought that was one of the keys. For me, uh, UNLV, it's no secret you look at the roster. They got a ton of big guys. So you know they're going to get your points in the paint, and you know they're going to get their rebounds. And they did stuff the stat sheet there tonight. But listening to the pregame show where uh, Brian and uh, Doug talked to the play-by-play man for UNLV, uh, that gentleman whose name escapes me, I apologize, talked about there have been some opposing defenses this year that have kind of sagged off UNLV on the perimeter and almost kind of dared him to shoot that three. And Illinois did a little bit of that today, and it, it it was a gamble, but it paid off. UNLV only goes 6 of 24 from 3. you got to think if UNLV makes 1 or 2 or 3 or 4 more of those, uh, we're talking about a UNLV win. So uh, kind of some good scouting, kind of a gamble, but either way it pays off and Illinois gets the win. All right, those are our keys to the game brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and Hickory Point Bank. Steven Peoria is up when we come back. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Frazier today with a couple of threes for six points. 15 minutes for the game. Nine point Illinois. Kane's in the game. Charges down the lane and slams it in. Oh, how do you like that? Kane just <laughs> took the ball at the free throw line, charges in and slams it home, and now we get an offensive foul on UNLV. It is Kane. He's back. Scott McCain, eight points tonight, this afternoon, as Illinois beats the running Rebels from UNLV, 77-74, the final. Welcome back, Fasteners, etc. Post-game show, Scott and Tim with you. And to the phones we go, Stephen Peoria. Hey, Steve. Hey, Scott. How you doing, Tim? Good. Hey, thanks for, li- thanks for hanging on with us, too. Appreciate it. Hey, always for you guys. Uh, if I may uh, borrow a line from one of my favorite movies, there's no place like home. 
Uh, it was good to be back home. The guys play. I thought they played well for majority of the game. Uh, you know, we just cleaned some things up. Hey, we just want to see some improvement every game. I thought we did. I thought uh, my guy, Big Daddy Kane, and, and you guys, WWE reference. It's hilarious. I hear it. I laugh all the time. My son out in Oregon, who's a big WWE fan, he thinks it's wonderful. So keep keep playing. I hope he keeps playing so you guys can keep playing it. But, uh, you know, I know he's uh, he's not as strong as he will be. And uh, you, you see it, especially under the boards and stuff. But, you know, he, he's changing shots and he's dunking, you know, playing above the rim. I like it. I just got he got to keep playing him. And uh, Felice, good game today. You know, uh, I just like to see him uh, just fill in where he needs to be. Trent, I got to give him uh, some credit. I People didn't talk about it, but I know he had to be hurting today after that fall he took the other night ago. Uh, so, and, and it's good to see the the good kipper showed up again tonight. So hopefully that'll continue. Uh, you know, as far as uh, you know, the guys are going to be able to practice for a week. I think they need that, um, and um, we, hey, we'll just get ready for the next game. Like I said, I just want to see them improve. I think they did today. Um, clean up some 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 passing. Uh, I thought some guys were open. I, I've always thought that, you know, and uh, the extra pass a couple of times, we didn't make that extra pass, but uh, they'll see that on film and uh, they'll, they'll get it right. And, uh, hey, we'll just, like I say, next game. Uh, I'm not worried about the uh, Big Ten Conference. We know what's ahead, but uh, let's, let's win a few more before the conference starts. Thanks for having me on, guys. He's from Peoria. Appreciate it always, Steve. Three five six nine three nine seven. If you want to jump in for a final time here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show, we wrap it up. Final call after this. Maybe overselling him a bit, comparing him to Kim Elijahwan, but uh, the Samba Kane Post Game Show continues you, here. I don't know if you uh, were at the arena or back here, Scott, but after one of those blocks, he did the Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> I did see that finger wag, and, and be- that that got a rise out of the crowd. It's become a gif already on Twitter. That's so. fantastic. And and Brad Under apparently addressed that in post game. Said he loved it. That's great. Yeah. So Samba Kane with uh, eight points and a couple of blocks in uh, his biggest performance of the year. He had. Uh, Let's see, uh, where the minutes go? 16. That eclipsed the 15 total he had played in four games prior. Fasteners, etc. cetera, postgame show. Final call here if you have any uh, closing thoughts. Illinois beats UNLV 77-74, and they're now 3-7. and seven. Let's get a final check of our scoreboard from Tim Dittman. Illinois volleyball is on the mind. Yeah, we'll let you know first and foremost, uh, they are in the fourth set over at Huff. Illinois leads 2-1, and in the fourth set, uh, fourth set, Illinois is up 3-1. to one. So Illinois leads that match two sets to one, and in the fourth set, Illinois leads 3-1. to one. So Illinois is one set away from going to the Final Four. That would be the first time since 2011. You can hear the game in full on our sister station, Newstock 1400 DWS, and plenty of coverage as well at uh, IlliniHQ.com from Scott Ritchie. We'll update you some of the Big Ten games that are in progress uh, Maryland continues to lead Loyola Chicago 44-33. Five minutes left to go in that one. Minnesota 66, Arkansas State 51. Three and a half left to go in that game. And with just a couple minutes left to go until the half, Wisconsin on top of Marquette 27-22. Winners today in the Big Ten. Michigan over South Carolina. Michigan State beats Florida Northwestern. Squeaks by DePaul at home. Penn State beats Colgate, Indiana over Louisville. Fordham upsets Rutgers. That was a 78-70 final, and Creighton and Nebraska tip off in about 15 minutes.
Good stuff. Thanks much, Tim. All right, back to the phones and Simeon Norfolk. Simeon, we'll give you a final word tonight. Simeon? Hey, how you? How are you doing, Scott and Tim? We're doing great. <clears throat> That's good. We're bringing you in um, as the closer here. All right. Well, I, I plan to do a good job. Um, Steve was right last week when he was saying that we needed to see some more Samba, and uh, he's showing us what he can be, and uh, I hope he'll continue to get time. Um, I saw again, uh, like last week I had mentioned in the second half, beginning of the second half, I saw what Underwood is trying to do. In the uh, second half, I mean in the first half, the second part of the first half today, I saw it again. But we just haven't been able to sustain it um, for long periods of time. The star of the game to me was, was uh, Aaron Jordan. He It didn't show up in the box score, but he did a lot of fantastic things, rebounds, playing defense. Um, um, to me, he just, he was the star of the game. Uh, I like to see, I don't know when Steven, I mean, Steven is going to get back on the, um, on the floor. I'd like to see him get back out there. We need to get everybody ready to go before we really get into the meat of the big 10 season. And then, uh, like Steve said, just a few minutes ago, Kipper really, I like to see him play aggressive. He's still making a few. Um, mistakes that I'd like to see him clean up. But when he's playing aggressive, he's he's a tough guard. And uh, last thing, maybe I'll see you guys in New York. I plan to go to see the Illini I play Maryland on the 26th. And oh. I'm hoping that they'll have some confidence and uh, we'll come out and win that game. Oh, that'll be fun. I, we'll, I at least can't speak for anyone else. I'll be here in studio for that one as far as I know. But uh, I'm sure folks would love to see you there. So, hey, appreciate it, Simeon. All right, you guys have a good night. Yeah, thanks. You too. We may hear from you again next Saturday. That's the next Illinois basketball game. Real quick, as far as Tevian Jones, the latest update was still suspended. So yeah. you guys know about as much as we know. And, again, that's not for lack of trying. People are asking Brad Underwood about it weekly. Still suspended, violation of team rules. Four games uh, now, is that right? I believe that's correct. Brad Underwood did say that he's uh, Tevian is doing the things needed to get back into being eligible. It's just when that's going to be, that's up to Brad Underwood. All right. Hey, this is going to wrap it up for our Fasteners Etc. postgame show 77-74, the final for Illinois over UNLV. And again, next Saturday, we'll talk to you afterwards against East Tennessee State. Illinois volleyball up 7-3 in the fourth set. They lead it two sets to one. You might want to head over to our sister station, News Talk 1400, if you want to catch that. Otherwise, Light Rock favorites coming up here on Light Rock 97.5. Thanks much, Tim. Always a pleasure. Thanks to Blake Landa behind the scenes. Also an assist from Kathy Reiser, Chief Engineer Ed Bond, Operations Manager Jim Lewis, General Manager is Mike Hale. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon right here on Light Rock 97.5. Have a good one. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations.